This podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Now the optimum scripture here is, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. All power is given to Jesus in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. Or in other words, he delegated that authority in the earth to those of us who are born again, children of the Most High God. He immediately delegated that authority because he was going back to heaven and he did not need that authority for the earth where he was going back in heaven. Also, because of the fact that we are his body, he is the head and we are the body and the same authority that's in the head, that same authority is in the body. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, now, that same authority that we exercise, that we're supposed to exercise, is the same authority that he exercised when he was on the earth. When he was on the earth and he went about preaching, teaching, healing, he went about doing all these miracles they, were, they asked him, by what power or by what authority do you do these things? That's the same authority and power that he left in our charge. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, 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 think about that for a moment. The same power, the same authority he left in our charge or for us to see after, or for us to operate in, or for us to operate, and he gave us the example, this is how it works, this is how you're to work it. He left it in our charge, he left it for us to do, so therefore if we don't do it, it's not because the power isn't there, it's because we're not doing it. We're not exercising what we have. I want to talk about that a little bit. We didn't, we didn't finish last Wednesday. 
Amen. So we're going to come back. All right. So now, the next scripture that I want you to look at is in uh, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Hallelujah. All right, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Now watch this. Remember we're talking about that authority that we were talking about on last Wednesday. We're still in the authority. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. By whose will? The will of God. God's will. In other words, he's an apostle by God's will, not by his own will. Amen. You don't appoint yourself, anoint yourself, ordain yourself as an apostle. It's by the will of God. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, or all the rest of them. It's by the will of God. But that's not my message. Let's go on. Okay? Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, watch this now, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. What? I call to remembrance the unfeigned or genuine faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in your grandmother. And then it was passed on to your mother. And now it's passed on to you. The same genuine faith is passed from generation to generation. But no generation has to operate in the faith that's passed on to it. Just like no generation has to operate in the authority that Jesus left for it. Stay with me. I got a little ways to go. All right. I'll read that again before I go on. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also, Timothy. So you're not here by accident, Tim. You're not called to preach by accident. It just happened suddenly out of nowhere. It was set up from a long time ago. And so are some of us. We've been set up. 
grandma praying and believing and great grandma praying and believing and all the rest of the family look like they're going to hell on a, in a handbasket and here you come preaching. You think, oh, look what happened to them. Strange thing. No, it's not strange. You look back, you'll find it somewhere in your lineage. <laughs> Glory to God. Watch this now. Verse 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Then we lay hands on you again Sunday to stir up what was already there. To stir up what was already there. See, it's not just that piece of paper. It's not just a title. It's something on the inside. And sometimes it's got to be stirred up because you lose sight of the fact that it's there. <laughs> oh, glory. I'm going somewhere. Hang with me. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this now. Oh, I got to read that again before I read seven. Because you might choke on seven if I don't read six first. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. This is a fundamental doctrine, doctrine of Christ, the laying on of hands. It's a fundamental doctrine. You'll find it listed with the other fundamental doctrines, the laying on of hands. Now watch this. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. But God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. Why do you suppose he was saying this to Timmy? Because Timmy was fearful of the calling that was on his life. Timmy was fearful to step out and do what God called him to do. Paul said, son Timothy, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. I've already laid my hands on you to stir up the gift of God that's already in you. It's already in there because it was in your grandma, it was in your mama, and now it's in you. I laid my hands on you to stir it up. Why are you so fearful? God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, go ye. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, watch this. Watch this now. Uh-huh. Verse 8. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Don't be ashamed of the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, don't be ashamed of me. Go on, step out. Go on, step out. Just because. See, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't know what's going to take me, but I'm going to get there. Just because I'm in these chains and in these bonds. Don't be ashamed of me because that does not change what I'm called to do. 
That does not stop me from doing what I'm called to do. See, stuff in the natural can't stop the spiritual. See, I, I, I might be in chains, but I've already trained you. Just because I'm in chains, you go ahead. I'll preach to the boys in here. Because chains don't stop no, no show. It does not stop the plan of God. Chains don't stop it. Poverty doesn't stop it. Illiteracy doesn't stop it. Nothing stops the plan of God. If he called you, he equipped you. If he equipped you, it's in you. And if it's in you and you stir it up, it got to come out. We got to get you ready. <laughs> All right, watch this now. Watch this now. Go on back up to the first verse. That was all a prelude to getting back to the first verse. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Whoa. Wait a minute. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, watch this now, don't miss this, according to the promise of of life, which is in Christ Jesus. There is a promise of life. There is a promise of life. And it's not only eternal life after here. There's a promise of life for here. Right, we're going to do some more reading. We're going to do a little more reading. <laughs> John, go back to John. I got to build you up to it again. There, Don't forget that, that one phrase. There is a promise of life. John, the eighth chapter. Because it's all tied together before. Watch this now. John, the eighth chapter, the 31st and 32nd verse. I'm getting hot already. All right. John 8, 31, 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you continue in my word, then you are, are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Over in 2 Timothy, in that first verse, the word declares that there is a promise of life in Christ Jesus. There is a promise of life. All right? We're building up to it. We're going to get there in a minute. Just hang with me. You in Romans? I mean, go over to Romans, the eighth chapter. Romans chapter eight. Romans the eighth chapter, 
And we want to look at verse 37. Well, let's back up. Let's back up. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's just so much. You have to go so far back. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll just hit it in the middle a little bit. Verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Say, that's me. I'm God's elect. It is God that justifies. Did you catch that? I am God's elect, and it is God who justifies me. <laughs> so who can lay anything to my charge? Verse 34. Who is he that condemneth? Who are you, who are you to condemn me? Stay with me now. We're going to finish this if it takes till 8.30. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. I don't want you to miss it. I want you to get this today. Because, I mean, I got it and like to explode it. I don't want you to miss this. Watch, come on now. Stay with me. Let me read that again. Huh. Verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. None of those things can separate me from the love of Christ. Okay? As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, or no. Watch this. In all these things, what things? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. What? What you say? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Watch this 38 now. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Love never fails. Never fails. Nothing can separate us from that. Peril, sword, famine, nothing. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Now, y'all better listen because you're going to miss it. I'm telling you, you're going to miss it because I ain't get there yet. I'm just building something to get to where I got to go. None of these things. In none of these things 
Am I dismayed? In none of these things am I brought down. In none of these things am I defeated. Because the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Who can condemn me? Christ died for me. Nobody can condemn me. Not only did he die for me, he was raised for me. Okay? So, so oh, oh, you don't want to miss this. Stay with me. Stay with me. Watch this. Hallelujah. <laughs> Turn, please, to the eighth chapter of Romans. We were in 37, back up to the beginning. Watch this now. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. <laughs> Glory to God. Watch this now. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk. Watch this. This is important. Don't miss this. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Condemnation. Peril. Persecution, tribulation, stress, come on, name them, nakedness, poverty, I don't care what it is, if you don't walk after the flesh, you are more than a conqueror through him who loved you, because love never fails. So now, whoa, come on, 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 come on. Watch this now, watch this. Oh, God. What? Ooh. Almost had to take a second shower. I was in the shower. And it was getting on me. And I had to. Watch this, watch this. Let me read that again. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. It's not enough just to be in Christ Jesus. You have to not walk after the flesh. If you walk after the flesh, even if you're in Christ Jesus, none of these things apply to you. Okay, watch this now. Watch this. Verse 2, verse 2. For the law. Oh, glory to God. This is what I saw. This is what I saw. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The law, oh, I gotta run a while. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. For those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But if you walk after the law of sin and death, you are in the flesh. And then persecution. 
nakedness, peril, the sword, distress, poverty, lack, all of these things you are subject to. Do you remember what I told you to remember? You don't remember. Go back to 2 Timothy. You don't remember. I see you don't remember. 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. There it is. She said it. The promise of life. The promise of life. There is a promise of life to those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Because with the promise of life, the promise of life is for the nasty here and now. You don't need the promise of life when you get to heaven. So he says if you walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus here and now, the law of sin and death will have no effect on you. Now, let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you. Should I prove it right now? Should I go a little bit further? Go a little deeper? Should I go a little deeper? All right. All right. Uh, 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 I'm going to prove it, though, Lord. I won't prove it. Turn to First Timothy. Let me let me just go one more one more time one more time before I get there. First Timothy, back up. First Timothy, chapter four. Did you find First Timothy? What brother he can say? You got your shouting clothes on. You got your shouting clothes on today. This is Wednesday. Ain't nobody dressed. You can shout today. You can shout today. Ain't nobody dressed. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. For bodily exercise profiteth little. Yeah, there's some profit in exercising. Yeah, there's some profit in exercising, okay? For bodily exercise profiteth little. But godliness, watch this now, is profitable unto all things. Having having promise of the life that now is. Having promise of the life that now is and of the one to come. See, bodily exercise only profits in this life. But godliness through the promise of life is profitable in this life and in the life to come. So walking in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus affords you the promise of life. Good life. Long life. 
prosperous life, fulfilled life, great life, not barely getting by life, not waiting till you go to heaven life. It is profitable now in this life. That's, 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 that's something. We, can, we can't hardly believe that. We can't hardly believe that. But it says, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. This is, watch this. Ooh, this is, this is, this is nasty. This is a faithful or a true saying and is worthy of you accepting it. It's a true saying, and it's worthy of your accepting it. Most Christians have not accepted it. They don't accept the fact that there's a godliness that is profitable, and they can have a good life in the here and now. All you got to do is not walk after the flesh. Are you still there? All right, all right, all right. One more time, one more time, one more time. You remember John 10, 10? You remember that? Quote it. But he wasn't talking about heaven. Let me say that again. He wasn't talking about heaven. He wasn't talking about heaven. If he was talking about heaven, he would have said eternal life. He said, I came that you might have abundant life. Right here, now. He's talking about the promise of life. My God. My God, he's talking about the promise of life. My God, we got to get into this thing and get into the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and get out of the law of sin and death because see what happens is God's laws overrides the devil's laws. Gravity is a law of the earth. The catching away is going to overcome that law. There's such a thing as a, 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 a spiritual gift of translation where you can be transported from one place to the other. That's overcoming the laws of gravity. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus overcoming the law of gravity. If you walk in the spirit and not after the flesh, it won't matter what happens in the flesh. It won't matter about the perils. It won't marry about the money, about the poverty. It won't matter about the things that come against you because I'm not under the law of sin and death. I walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. I just jotted these down quickly. Watch this. The cross look like defeat. Hmm. 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 
not only was he dead and buried, he went to hell. Defeat, defeat, defeat. But the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus overrode the law of death. The law of the grave. The law of hell. And he come up out of there. Because another law elevated him. And he said, all power is given unto me. Therefore, you go. Ooh. We, I mean, we we just been we just been messing up the stuff that was left for us. It's like you talk about somebody who's left a million dollar inheritance, and in five years they're dead broke, and you say they messed up their inheritance. How much more are we messing up our inheritance? Time for us to get busy. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch this. God delivered the children of Israel. From Egypt. They're marching. Then Pharaoh's army comes after them. They start moaning and crying. They got to the Red Sea. Defeat for sure. There's mountains to my left. Mountains to my right. The Red Sea is in front of me. Pharaoh's army is behind me. We got to die. That's the law. <laughs> but oh. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus rose up. Said, Moses, what's wrong with you? Said, Lord, Pharaoh's behind us. We got mountains to our right, mountains to our left, the Red Sea before us. God didn't say, oh, look at them mountains. Oh, Pharaoh's coming. Boy, you better run. You better dig some foxholes. No, God said, what's that you got in your hand? I can use that thing because all I got to do is get the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus working in your life. And we'll overcome anything in the natural. I don't care what's going on in the natural. There's a law that will overcome it in the spiritual. So the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus overrode the law of sin and death that said those million or million plus people had to die. There's no way out. You ever been in a place where there's no way out? Glory to God. That's when it's time to lean back on the greater one because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. It's time to lean back. You done done everything you can do. You've tried everything you can try. You done called everybody you can call. God said, when you going to call me? I got the law that can change your situation. I'm getting hot now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. Woo, thank you, Lord. So the cross looked like defeat. The grave looked like defeat. Hell looked like defeat. The Red Sea looked like defeat. Then along come Joseph. The pit looked like defeat. <laughs> oh, glory to God. See, but he refused to walk in the law of sin and death. 
said, no, I'm going to stay in this other law. Because there's another law out here that's working in my behalf. I don't have to try to make it work. All my whole thing is stay out of the law of sin and death. If I stay out of there, he cannot defeat me. He can throw things against me. He can bring people against me. He can even put me in jail. But I don't walk. I look not. Watch, watch, watch. I look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are seen are temporary. They are temporary. They are temporary. I don't look at them. Because I'm following another law. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about the promise of life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You think stuff don't come against me every day, every day, and flesh want to rise up. And I said, no, sit down, boy, sit down. I'm operating in another law. They can say what they want to say. They can do what they want to do. They can write what they want to write. But if I stay in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, I will overcome every time in every combat. I will never lose. Because he says you're more than a conqueror through him who loved you. What do you think he said that for? Because he knew that there was a promise of life. And all I got to do is get you to stay in the promise of life. Ooh, glory to God. Joseph went to the pit. Then he was a slave. Then he went to the prison. But the spirit of life put him in the palace. I said he put him in the palace because he wouldn't buy into the stuff. You never read one time where Joseph talked about the people that lied on him. He stayed in the spirit. He didn't let them pull him into the flesh. He never talked about him one time. Even when, the, even when the guy that was in jail with him forgot him. He told him, remember me when you get up there. I gave you, I gave the interpretation of your dream. Remember me when you get up there. They forgot him. One really forgot him. Lost his head. His whole thinker was gone. Amen. But the other one, he forgot him. He was living large. Forgot all about him. But he was leaning back on that law. And one day, the king had a dream. Nobody could interpret the dream. But the man who forgot him said, oh, I remember a man. I remember a man. I remember a man that I was in the prison with. The law is working. The law is working. Bringing him on out to prison, see? But had no idea that the law would not only bring him out of the prison, but set him in the palace, number two in the land. And watch this, watch this. Now he's number two in the land. He could go get Potiphar and his wife. No mention of it. Because he's going to stay in that place. He's going to say, see, because if you walk not after the flesh. Oh, glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, my. Listen, listen. Mm. I, gotta, I better read another scripture here before I explode. Turn to <laughs> Turn to, 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 we need John. Turn to John. Turn to John. Turn to John 6. Oh, my, my, my. Are you getting this? Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
there is a promise of life for every one of us. There is a promise of abundant life for every one of us. Stop living below your promise. Stop living below your promise. We are heirs of God and joint heirs of Jesus Christ. When are you going to start living on your inheritance? All right. John chapter 6. Verse 63. <laughs> it is the spirit that quickeneth or gives life. The flesh profits nothing. It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. So why do you yield to your flesh? Why do you want to cuss and fight and argue and hold grudges and be mad at people and not speak to people? That is the flesh. The devil had you defeated before you ever step out the door. The flesh profiteth nothing. All he's doing is tricking you to operating in the law of sin and death. He's getting you out of the law of the spirit of life that's going to put you on top. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, it feels good for a moment to cut them out. But what it costs you it costs you. When you finish with them, it has cost you more than they ever got. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Back off. Back off. Stay in the spirit of life. Because Jesus said here, it is the spirit that quickens or gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Watch this now. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. <sighs> you, do you remember? Do you remember? Eight. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You remember that? It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The word says, we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. We're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Watch this now. Watch this now. The flesh profits you nothing. We're not ignorant of Satan's devices, but sometimes we're ignorant of our own flesh devices. The flesh, it ain't even the devil. The flesh causes us to do some stuff that pulls us out of the law of the spirit of life. It's the flesh that makes you want to rise up. It's the flesh that makes you want to huff off. It's the flesh that makes you want to act ugly. Devil don't have to do a thing. He got your flesh trained. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Hallelujah. Godliness is profitable. There's a promise of life that we're missing out on. You shall know the truth, and the truth you know shall make you free. You've heard a truth tonight. You've heard a truth tonight. I'm supposed to live that way. I'm supposed to have abundant life. I have a promise of the life that now is. I have a promise. And I have an inheritance that I must walk in. Refuse to settle for less. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. Refuse to settle for less. I'm not going to settle for less. I have a promise of life. You have to tell yourself and you have to tell the devil and you have to tell your flesh because your flesh will always get you, try to get you to compromise. This is good enough. This is good enough. It's not good enough. I have a promise of life. I have a promise of abundant life and I refuse to settle for less. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord, and he is coming soon.